Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to the following message provided by Renew Church. We pray that this message will be a blessing and encouragement for you. For more information about our church, please visit www.renew.miami. All right, welcome Renew Church. Come on, give Jesus praise. If you're watching online, welcome to Renew Church. Glad you made it. Glad you woke up and you are ready to receive God's word. Glad you guys came out. Um, such a beautiful day here in Miami, Florida. Isn't that great? Beautiful weather. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So here's, um, so let me pray as I begin um, God's word this morning. Let me pray with you. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we're here today, that you woke us up this morning to hear your word, to hear your message, God. God, in a season where many of us are waiting for you, God, we're waiting to hear from you in this season. We don't know where to go. We're, we're waiting on a job. We're waiting on, on you to show up in our lives, and we get anxious. We get worried. We don't know what lies ahead. And so, Father, I pray that this, this, in this season, God, this message will, will speak to hearts that, that we have to wait for you, God. In this season of waiting, God, that you're coming. You're coming to heal us, God. You're coming to free us from, from all these bondages, God. You're, gonna, you're coming here, God, to give us the things that we need in our lives. And so we're trusting in you, God, in this season. Help us. Help me, God, as I prepare to give your word this morning. I pray for those that are on the way here, God. Keep them safe as they come to church this morning. We just love you and we thank you for all that you're going to do. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen. So today I want to I talk to you. Um, it, it's a sermon about the art of waiting in a culture that craves instant gratification. Like we want stuff today, right? We can get anything that we want with a snap of our fingers. I call my daughter the Amazon queen because she can get anything the next day. And I ask her, honey, how do you get that, all this stuff? How do you get it the next day? She goes, daddy, I go to Amazon. I go, are you, I, listen, are you, are you paying for Prime? She's like, no, daddy, I'm not paying for Prime. I say, yes, you are. You're praying for, for Prime because when I order stuff, it takes me a week to two weeks to receive it. Like, what am I doing wrong, right? Because I want my stuff tomorrow. I don't want it in a week or two. And so I get a little impatient. I get frustrated when she gets it the next day and it takes me two to three weeks. I don't want it that way. I want it tomorrow. And waiting has become an inconvenience that is testing my patience, right? And nobody likes to wait. I think this generation 
doesn't like waiting either. And I think in an era, right, where we have fast food, we have online shopping, we have this social media, I, I think we have been conditioned, conditioned to expect immediate results in all aspects of our lives. Like, we want it today, you know? We don't want to wait for any little thing. I remember one time I was starving. I was busy, and I'm like, man, I, I need a burger. So I go to my favorite spot, Wendy's, right? So I put up the drive through and I'm like, ah, tengo un hambre, you know, I want a burger, and I, 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 I stand on the drive through and I'm in the drive through and as I'm approaching the window, this lady with a nice smile approaches the window. She gets, sir, I need you to pull up on bay number two. And I'm like, excuse me? She goes, yes, sir, I really need you to pull to spot number two. And I'm looking around. I'm going, hey, am I being punked? Come on. Am I being punked? No, sir. I really need you to go to bay number two. Your food is, we're getting ready. Your food is it's on its way, but I need you to park at number two. So I'm like, okay. So I'm, I'm upset. You know, I'm getting impatient. And I'm Latino, so I'm like, oye, no sé qué le pasa a esta mujer. Ella cree, se cree que ella es. Yo soy caballo. I need my food right now. And I'm, and I'm getting frustrated, right? And I'm getting angry, upset, that why do I have to wait? I don't think she knows who I am. But I waited. But I was impatient. And I was frustrated at that time. But it reminds me that the art of waiting requires my confident expectation. You see, if we expect God to move in our lives, we have to be a church we have to be people that are willing to wait on God. It's trusting God with a sense of confidence and expectation. It's having confidence that in the waiting, that He will come through even when we don't see it. Because we know that God loves us. We know that God cares for us. We know that God is fighting our battles. And we know that God knows what we need in our lives. He knows what's best for us. But what if waiting is not a hindrance, but an opportunity? What if waiting is not a passive activity, but an active one? We wait not because God has us in time out or because God is upset at us. No. What if waiting is a time of preparation, a time of growth, a time that he is changing us to become someone that he wants us to be. And as Christians, we have to wait for the Lord. But let's enjoy it. Let's enjoy in the waiting. Because I believe that God is building his church. And it's okay to wait. But make sure that we have confident expectation. Here's the thing. David had to wait 15 years to become king. Joseph waited 20, 20 years for his dreams to become a reality. Jesus waited 33 years to change the world. 
So I'm asking you today, are you willing to wait? Are you trusting God's promises in the waiting? Are you willing to wait so that God can use you to change the world? And so today, I want to talk to you about the wise men. Some of you know them by the three kings, the three reyes, right? But I want to kind of share with you, and, and I hope that you find inspiration and hope in the waiting process as I share this with you this morning. Because they had to wait. They had to persevere in the waiting. And they had to wait for the star to kind of guide them where they needed to be. So if you have your Bibles with you this morning, I want you to open them to Matthew chapter 2, and we're going to read verses 1 through 12. And we're going to start reading that. And so it says, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of Jews? We saw his stars, and it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed in all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people, chiefs, priests, and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophets have written. But you, Bethlehem and the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. From out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out for them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. Oh, come into the house. They saw the child with his mother, Mary. And they bowed down to him and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to the country by another route. And so we see in this passage an example on waiting on God's perfect timing. Let me give you a little bit of context um, on this passage, um, and then I'm kind of tra transition to really what the passage is all about that I want to share with you this morning. And so the Magi were um, referred, to you, referred to us as wise men, probably astrologers who studied the planets, the stars, etc. So God has sent them to sent these men to Jerusalem for several reasons, and here's two of them. First of all, it was probably logical assumption for the wise men to make as Jerusalem, because Jerusalem was the capital city of the Jewish people, and they believed that a newborn king 
will be found in a place of prominence and power. Secondly, by directing them to, to Jerusalem, God ensured that the religious leaders and scholars in the city would become aware of the birth of the Messiah and the prophecies associated with this. So this served um, to validate the significance to the birth of Jesus and to fulfill the prophecies in the Old Testament. And, and we see that in Micah, who foretold that the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. God used these wise men to visit Jerusalem as a way to test the response on King Herod and the religious leaders. The reactions to the news of the Messiah birth revealed their true motives and their hearts. So Herod, driven by fear and jealousy, sought to kill the newborn king, while the religious leader seemed indifferent, maybe not too concerned, maybe not aware of the significance of these events. So by, by guiding these men to Jerusalem and then to Bethlehem, God orchestrated a series of events that would ultimately lead to his, his plan. All right. So he used the star to kind of guide them to the exact location of the Messiah. So here's what, what I really want you to learn from this uh, message. Waiting wasn't easy for them. I'm sure they had a hard journey. I'm sure that things were difficult for them because it did take a couple of months, maybe a couple of years for them to reach the Messiah. But they understood the importance of, of being patient and waiting on God's perfect timing. They could have taken um, different routes. They could have taken a different approach, but they didn't. They continued following that star. And I know that they traveled many, many, many miles in order for them to reach Jesus. But they remained faithful, and they remained patient, trusting in God's leading. So this passage highlights the importance of being patient and faith and waiting in God's timing. They didn't rush. They didn't get discouraged. They continued that path. They continued to seek and trust in God's leading. But ultimately, they found Jesus in Bethlehem and presented him with gifts. And this story reminds us that waiting on God can lead us to unexpected, beautiful outcomes. It teaches us to trust in God's plan, even when we don't see it, even when it doesn't align with our own expectations, and to patiently wait on his guidance and timing in our lives. Maybe you're in that waiting season this morning. You see, because when the waiting was over, they experienced joy and fulfillment of finding Jesus, the King, Lord of Lords, the one that they've been seeking for such a long time. And their waiting was rewarded, and they understood that it was an essential part of their journey. 
Here's a question for you this morning. Are you willing to wait on God's perfect timing? Maybe today you feel lost. Maybe today you feel disconnected from the faith. Maybe today you find yourself in a season of waiting, searching, a meaning, and maybe even purpose or opportunities, right? You've been in a season of waiting for God to connect you maybe with somebody that you can spend the rest of your life with. You're waiting on unanswered prayers or waiting for healing in a relationship or maybe even sickness. You're waiting on unanswered prayers or waiting for, or waiting for that perfect job or maybe even to start this brand new family. But I can tell you this morning that, yes, it can be challenging. Yes, it can be hard. It could be a hard terrain. But can I tell you that God is in these moments, that the God is for you, that God will never leave you. Amen? In these times, it is hard. And sometimes it's easy for us to take things in our own matters. Sometimes we, let, we like to take that easy way out. But, and it can feel like extremely difficult to overcome the challenge. But let me assure you that even in the midst of feeling lost, God is still with you. God is guiding your steps and he will never leave you. And, his, and he's always, his plans are for you. See, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. See, when we feel lost, it's easy to, uh, to um, accept defeat of the pressures of instant gratification. It's easy for us to throw in the towel. It's easy for us to give up. But this verse reminds us that we need to surrender our own controls over to God because He knows what's best for us. And so during times of uncertainty, it's crucial to lean on your faith and seek God's guidance and prayers, meditation and reading the Word of God and you know, studying His Word and all these practices that we can find clarity and discernment as we navigate and try to comprehend this life. You see, the my guy waiting was not in vain. You see, when the star finally led them to Bethlehem, they experienced joy and fulfillment in finding Jesus, the king that they had been seeking for such a long time. They were rewarded, and they understood the essential part of their journey. So how can we experience confident expectation in our own lives? I want to share three points with you this morning. You see, confident expectations requires waiting on God's timing. You see, waiting on God's timing teaches us to have faith and patience it reminds us that God sees the bigger picture and knows what's best for us. He knows the, the right time to reveal His plans and blessings and guidance in our lives. 
by embracing that waiting period and trusting, and trusting God's timing, we can experience His blessings and guidance in ways that surpasses our own understanding. You see, the star appeared at the right time, leading them to Bethlehem. It wasn't a coincidence. No, it was God's perfect timing. Sometimes we may question God, why doesn't He reveal His plans right now? But we must remember that He knows what's best for us. He knows the best time for everything. Confidence requires faith. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says, And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists, that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. It states that without faith, it is impossible to please God. In order to approach God, we must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. You see, faith is the foundation of our relationship with God, and it involves trust, belief, and reliance in Him. It's through faith that we can experience His presence and receive His guidance and find fulfillment in our pursuit of knowing Him. Yes, winning can be a challenge. But it's during these times that our faith is tested and refined. It is a waiting that we can learn to trust God's timing and faithfulness. And here's the last thing I want you to know, that confidence, expectation requires trust. Ken Sandy said this, Trusting God does not mean believing He will do what you want, but rather believing he will do everything he knows is good. Trusting is the foundation upon our belief and hope are built. It is the confidence that we have in the responsibility and faithfulness and goodness of the person or entity that we are placing our hope in. In the case of our relationship with God, trust is essential. It involves relying on his character knowing that he is trustworthy, knowing that, believing that he will fulfill his promise. So every time that we worry about something, are we trusting God? Every time we, every time we question what God has for us, are we trusting God? Because to trust God is having confident expectation of what he's going to do in our lives. Now what? What do we do? Well, I want to share a story with you. Um, last week, I had a conversation with a friend from church who shared her um, painful journey of leaving the church and strain from her faith. She married a non-believer, which made it difficult for her to follow God. And she kept falling back into her old habits. But then something remarkable happened. During a prayer, she, she heard a voice telling her, surrender and allow God to break down those barriers in your life. She was scared. She accepted the message, right, from the Holy Spirit. 
But little did she know that her life was about to be completely transformed. Within weeks, disaster breaks, right? Within weeks of, of prayer and, and praying, and her life fell apart. She separated from her husband, and all the masks that she had built around this, this perfect life were shattered. It was a painful process in her life. But through it all, her mom never stopped praying for her. Never. She waited years, years and years, and never gave hope. Never gave up on that hope. See, her mother had a confident expectation that one day she will come home. She believed in the faithfulness of God and her prayers were answered. Amen? Today, I'm thrilled that my friend Sandy Abbott is home. God has changed her. God has transformed her. She is a new creation. Amen, church? Come on. God is good. Man, now she is um, one of the many amazing volunteers that we have here at Renew Church. She's a, an amazing Bible teacher. She's part of the board, and she teaches um, Sunday school uh, for, for women every, every Sunday. And God is just doing amazing things in her life. God is working in her life. But it started with a mother that loved her child. A mother that never gave up. A mother that persevered. A mother that never gave in the towel. And it reminds me of it reminds me of the power and trust and belief in God's ability to bring about transformation in our lives and in the lives of others. So I'm going to ask you this morning, where do you find yourself in this journey? I'd like for you to bow your heads this morning as we begin to close this sermon. I want to give two responses today, this morning. Maybe today you find yourself in a season of waiting. Maybe you're worried, you're, you're anxious, you're, you're stressed, right? Because you don't know what lies ahead of, of your life. You want to trust God. You want to have faith in Him, but you're struggling. I, I get it. It's challenging. If that's you this morning, I want to pray for you this morning. Because I believe that if we surrender whatever we're waiting on, because this is the season of the birth of Jesus, and we know what Jesus can do in our lives. If you're in a season of waiting on God, and you're struggling in that area, would you raise your hand so that we can pray for you this morning?
Maybe you're in that season of waiting. I see your hands in the back. I see your hands. I believe that God can work in that situation. I believe that God can come through. And we've heard stories of that this morning, of God's power and transformational work. Here's a second opportunity for you to respond. And maybe today you don't know Jesus. You see, when you accept Jesus into your life, he is the ultimate act of trust. If you make a decision to follow Jesus, you must surrender everything in your life and place your faith in Jesus Christ because Jesus offers forgiveness, he offers redemption, and he offers eternal life for those who believe in him. And maybe that's you today. Maybe you're placing your trust on other things besides Jesus Christ and you don't know him and you want, you want to get to know him today. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to recite this prayer with me this morning. It's a simple prayer saying, Jesus, I know that you are the Son of God and the Savior of the world and that you died on that cross for me, my sin, for me. And three days later, you were raised to life. Forgive me of my sins. I want to surrender everything that I have to you this morning. I want to place my hope and trust in you today. I want to follow you for the rest of my life. If you repeated that this morning with us, would you boldly raise your hand? I'm not going to invite you to the front. This is a commitment between you and God. I see your hands in the back. Amen. Amen. I see your hands. Amen. Let me pray with you this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you. God, in this season, God, for many of us, God, we're waiting for something. Man, it, it's hard to wait, God. It's hard to, to wait, God. Uh, we're not used to that, God. We, we want it now, God. Whatever you're, 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 you're trying to do in my life, uh, God, help me. Help me, God. Be patient, God. Help me surrender my life to you, God, today. Help me trust and put my faith, place my faith in you, God, today. God, you know hearts. You know Every single person in this room, God, their struggles. Maybe some of us, God, are waiting on that perfect job. Maybe some of us are waiting for that right person to come into our life. I think about my, my niece, God. She's been, she's been waiting, God, for, for many years. She's in law school and She's waiting and studying and waiting and waiting and waiting. God, be with her. Touch her, God. May she continue to wait on you, God. Whatever plan you have for her, God. Whatever school that, that you have placed her, God. Already we believe it that you have placed her in the right schools, in the right job, God. Whatever it is, we trust you today. God, be with every 
heart today, God. I pray for those who, who made a decision today to follow you, God. I pray that you would just continue to guide them and be with them during this, this journey. This is a, a hard journey to be in, God. But we trust you. We believe in you, God, that you're going to work it out. We love you. God, be with us as we head back home in this season, as we uh, expect the birth of Jesus in this season. We love you and we thank you for the good things you're going to do in us and through us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. All right, let's give Jesus praise. If, if you need prayers, we're going to have our prayer team up here. Maybe you're in a, in a season of waiting. I know it's hard to come up to the front, but man, we have an amazing team that will pray for you. We believe in the power of prayer. So if you need, if you need prayers for anything, come up, man. Our team will be up here. They would love to pray for you this morning. Amen? Let's do that. Amen. Let's stand and let's, let's worship the Lord this morning before we leave. Thank you, Pastor Ricardo, for that lovely message. Thank you, Lord. Love incarnate, love divine. Star and angels gave the sign. Bow to babe on bended knee. The Savior of humanity. Unto us a child is born. He shall reign forevermore.
Amen, amen, amen. Amen. You may be seated. And thank you once again for joining us here at Renew Church. Thank you, Pastor Rick, for bringing an amazing word this morning. Can we give it up for Pastor Rick? I know Homestead missed you, but we were happy to have you this morning, my brother. So it's always a pleasure having you in Miami campus. Um, man, what an amazing Sunday. What a great way to start off the week. And just want to share just a few things, keep you guys in the loop of what's going on here at Renew Church. Starting off with immediately after the service, we have Growth Track. If you're interested in attending, you can, you can check that out. It's in the Connections room right after service. Um, also, I forgot to mention it in the beginning, um, but if you'd like to give to Renew Church, just want to let you know that there's a few ways that you can do that. The first way to do that is in person via the envelopes in the seat pocket in front of you, and you can drop it off in a bucket on your way out. The second way to do that is to do it online by visiting renew.miami forward slash giving. And the third and final way to do that do it via text by texting GIVE to 786-565-1165. Now, who knew that there's this program coming up next week? You guys familiar with that? Some Christmas at Renew is coming up, right? That's right. And so we, we want to we wanna drive home how important it is to invite, invite, invite. As a matter of fact, check out this video. Hi, my name is Jasenia. And I am here to encourage you to invite someone to church. In my personal experience, um, two months ago, one of my friends that comes here to Renew invited me. And if only she knew that she invited me in one of my lowest moments. So um, I'm here to encourage you to please invite someone because you never know what a difference it can make in someone's life. You will know in the future when that person comes to tell you, thank you for that invitation. So don't be afraid. Let's be obedient and let's invite someone to church. God bless you. Amen. You don't know the power of an invite. It, it may seem like a waste of time. It may seem like just something that's like, oh, I don't know if they're going to go. They might not but they might go and it might change their life. And so that phone call or that conversation, it could literally be something that changes somebody's life. So on the seats there, we got a pack of peeps because we want you guys to invite your peeps. But more, more importantly than just these candies, we have uh, just our invites and please pass these out to friends, family, neighbors, coworkers, get somebody here for the Christmas program. Our team has been working uh, so hard. It's going to be an amazing show. The gospel will be presented and um, someone's life can change, right? So let's invite, let's push hard this week and, and let's get people to this place. We have two, two, uh, two nights or two days, uh, Saturday night, we're having Saturday night service, but then also we're doing Sunday morning, the two services. So plenty of opportunities for people to come on in and experience Christmas at Renew. Uh, so before we dismiss, is it okay if I pray with you guys just one more time? God, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for the fact that we get to be a part of your church, God. What a blessing, what an honor, God. Bless these people, Father, as we go um, and all that we do in this upcoming week, Lord. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, guys. See you next week.